What is up, everybody, and welcome to In The Mix. I am Triple E. And I'm DJLT. Tell them what we're here to do today, man. Oh, shit. I forgot. No, I didn't. But no, we're here to talk about the Apple events that happened on October 13th. Man, it was a good one. Oh, yeah. A lot of exciting stuff. So do you want me to get on with the first thing? I guess. I mean, shit. <laughs> shit, what the fuck else are we going to do? Just sit here? Um, first thing up, man, we had the HomePod Mini. This thing was a interesting one. To give you guys a quick rundown of what it is, is it's a smaller version of the HomePod. And if you don't know what the HomePod is, it's Apple's rival to the Amazon Echo. It is simply... Um, just the HomePod is more geared as a sound speaker. It's better sounding, and the HomePod Mini is a uh, much smaller, cheaper version of that. The normal HomePod is two hundred ninety-nine dollars, but this is being sold for uh, ninety-nine dollars. So, bit of a price cut there to get them more popular. It's about three point three inches tall. It's supposed to offer great sound. They added a couple new Siri features, like one where it'll give you a snapshot. If you say, give me my update, um, it'll give you a snapshot of the weather and the news. And then they also introduced uh, an intercom feature. So that's what they describe right out the gates at the Apple event. So I will let you take it away with the first reaction. Well, you, you know, what did what? you think of this announcement? Oh, what I thought about this announcement, you know, with the HomePod, you know, I've been looking into those and I saw the $300 one and I'm like, man, you know, I could pay for a set of speakers or just with that, you know, HomePod, you know, the HomePod. But, you know, the HomePod mini is so incredible because, yes, it's $99, it's under $100, but you can have multiple in your house. And with the intercom system, they said on the Apple event, because I sat and watched it through class. Oops, I probably shouldn't have said Oops. that. Don't blame but me. <laughs> anyway, it was very, very, very educated, very, very, very interesting uh, event. So with the intercom system, you could even do it from your car, too. You could yep. tap the intercom button and say, hey, brought home dinner, or hey, come out and get the groceries. You know, and you could even do it with your phone and... If you have your AirPods in, no worries, because it goes through your AirPods and it sends you a notification on your phone just in case if you're listening on your AirPods. And your Apple How Watch. Yes, and the Apple Watch. But how cool was that? How cool was that? It was insane. Impressive. It's better than the Alexa and Google intercom. It's way more integrated. Very impressive. So... Did you have any other reactions, or would you like to go to the next announcement they made? I, I don't think so. I think it's time to go into the iPhone 12 lineup, everybody. I think you guys are going to like it, especially a lot of people say uh, in surveys that a lot of people like the smaller phones because sometimes uh, I bet the majority of us are doing this, and if you are listening to this uh, in the bathroom, I guess you're holding your phone or whatever. You know, a lot of people say that it slips out of their hand when it's so big. So they came out with four iPhones, brand yep. new iPhones, if you want to talk about that some more. 
They had the iPhone 12 series, which included the iPhone 12 mini, the iPhone 12, the iPhone 12 Pro, and the iPhone 12 Pro Max. And so the iPhone 12 mini, obviously being the smallest one, has a 5.4 inch LCD screen, which every year they tout as being a great display and blah, 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 blah. Um, it's supposed to have a good camera as well. I, I don't know the exact camera specs. Um, for it being the smaller flagship, they still did include Face ID and the no home button. Um, one change that they made to this phone that they also made to the other phones was as the older iPhones like the 11 and below had the uh, curved edges, um, they're going back to like the square design that they used to use back in the 4 and the 5. Um, so a bit better grip on the phone. Um, they are also with all of these phones integrating 5G. Just figured I would throw that in there before I move on. And then we have the iPhone 12, which has the 6.1 inch um, display, good camera, blah, 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 blah. And you have the 12 Pro, which has the OLED screen with the very good camera. And then the Pro Max is the one with the best camera, and it has a 6.5 inch screen. So the 12 mini has a 5.4 inch screen. The 12 and 12 Pro are 6.1 inch screens. The Pro screen is better, though. And then the 12 Pro Max has the 6.5 inch screen and um, the pro ones also have lidar or something for uh, uh, better AR if you want to talk about that in a second Leo but the last feature they added I want to get your opinion on this one because I think this is interesting um, is they kind of brought back what they call MagSafe so they're putting magnets in the back of the phone and they're going to be releasing a charger where you can set the phone on this wireless charger and it magnets, but it still charges at 15 watts. So it still charges at turbo speed. So you don't need a cable to charge it, but you can still charge it fast. I think that's pretty genius. What do you think, man? I think it's pretty genius, but with that, you know, third-party companies are going to try to harp on it. And I did see um, on the scopes of the internet that they're going to have a wallet max save once that will hold some of your cards. And I'm telling you what, I have an iPhone XS max and I have a case wallet type thing. And for me, that'll be amazing. So I could just have my debit card right with me. But with that, you know, I feel like it's a great improvement for Apple to bring that back. You know, yes. Apple has revolutionized 5G and their partners, their main partner is Verizon. So they've always been in cahoots with each other, trying to get the best phones out there. And yes, other cell phone companies like US Cellular, T-Mobile. Maybe we could talk about this a little more in another episode. Yeah. But T-Mobile and Sprint are now merged together. They've been merged together for a few months now. But, you know, it came to a surprise. And maybe we could bring some more information and some more light to why what happened. But that's not the topic for today. But with that, I think the MagSafe is going to economically change the game. Because I don't really see any other phone companies saying, hey, let's just pack just the phone, no earbuds, no charger, no brick. 
because you know apple wants you guys the consumers including us to have the brand new iphone 12 lineup and i and i'm coming up to my two years with the cell phone company so i might be getting my hands on an iphone 12 I yes really sir and i already know the fucking accessories i'm buying um i'm planning to buy the apple case with the magsafe and then i'm gonna buy the magsafe dual charger for the phone and the watch and then i'm upgrading to the iphone 12 i'm so fucking excited aren't you I am, and I really, I really do want an Apple Watch. And I know they came out with the Series Six. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm telling you what, it looks beautiful. It looks so beautiful. Amazing devices. So on that note, how about we hop in the fucking time machine and let's go back a couple months, or it's only it feels like forever, but it's only been a month, and let's go back to the September event where. While they announced the OS is back in June, they capitalized on them at this event. And let's talk a bit about um, some of the announcements that they made in the September event. And that one of those was all the operating systems. So iOS, macOS, watchOS, and tvOS. What what would you like to say about the the latest releases of those? Well, what I would like to say is I do watch the Apple events. And I will give this youtuber uh not a shout out necessarily but i've been following him for a while his name is brandon birch i think i got the name wrong I, is it brandon bush I, but birch b-u-t-c-h i yeah, believe brandon bush yeah uh, i'm sorry i got the name wrong but yes i follow him and he keeps everybody updated uh he's a very good tech guy and also Make sure if you guys want to follow and keep up with all the Apple news and everything, go to Apple's official YouTube channel because, you know, they keep everybody updated. That's where you watch the events and that's where you watch them in class if you're, you know. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Sorry, teachers, if you're listening, but I don't think any of mine are. I don't know about yours. but Well, even if they are, you know, they got to understand the importance of our Apple devices, so. Most definitely. But, you know, let's let's dive into what devices you have. So you have, in our last episode, I think you said you had a MacBook and an iPhone. What else did you have? So I um, decided to go all in on the Apple suite. So right now I have an iPhone. I've got the MacBook Pro. Um, I've got the iPad Pro, the HomePod, and the Apple TV. So, and I also have some HomeKit smart home devices to hook into those. And I have to say that if you have a all Apple suite, it really, oh, um, do have the AirPods Pro too, because those really are a crucial part, like the way they directly pair and stuff. Um, when you have all those Apple devices and they can work together, you know, every company has their own little ecosystem or group of devices but i have to say the steps that apple has taken to make each one of them work together in their own unique way is very impressive and um i might have a bit of a bias but i don't think any other company has done as good of a job as they have at making all those devices work in harmony together what do you think i can agree to very uh you know i i can agree to some extent with that you know and yes i've used other companies phones 
actually my first phone was an android and it had the little like buzzer ringtone on it i don't know i don't really know how to make the sound old fashioned but you know and i mean yes that's old technology you know if i probably had one of their s9s or something like that maybe maybe i'll give it a shot but i really do appreciate apple's you know especially apple's devices especially with their accessibility features uh i don't think any other technology company has reached their heights with uh accessibility features and you know the encryptions with ios and you know apple and all that because there was a case with the federal court um they wanted to access something in apple and well the fbi couldn't really hack into it you want to know why because apple is secure and that shows you ladies and gentlemen that iPhone and all, all of their iOS devices are secure because if yep. the federal government cannot get into it, you but you best be damned that they're they're protected. Yeah, they definitely are. Um, it's it's really interesting to see Apple's stance versus other companies um, on that. And you know, for me, it's not concern of the government that i like the security but it's concern of hacking um they're really well protected against like malicious hack i really like that but specifically man um what do you think about like the uh specific announcements like ios 14 with the widgets on the home screen the voiceover recognizer that makes apps accessible the siri improvements you know, the Mac OS uh, Big Sur redesign, the new watchOS features with sleep tracking and hand washing detection. Um, what do you think of those announcements? Well, I mean, sadly, I don't have a MacBook Pro. You know, I don't have a MacBook at all or, you know, a TV, Apple TV. But I will say for the iOS 14 and uh, iPad OS 14, there has been so many glitches, but you should expect that in a first, you know, like release with a new iOS uh, strand. So with that, you know, yes, I do enjoy the widgets. The widgets are really helpful, especially, especially with the batteries. The batteries ones are amazing because it tells you what percent is on your phone, tells you what percent is on your AirPods, tells you what percent the case is. That really helps as well. Yep. Um, so, but with my iPad OS, I like the widgets. Right now, they can't really move onto the home screen like the iPhone can, mm -hmm. but hopefully later on, Apple will improve that. So... You know, one feature um, I'm really enjoying is uh, I'm enjoying the um, improvements to the uh, voiceover like ability to recognize elements within apps. Specifically, what I mean is the um, newer iPhones support something called voiceover recognition. And what this allows voiceover to do is um, this is specifically accessibility. Um, is it can like read text or thoroughly describe an image but most of all it's got a thing called screen recognition and so what this is um, I'm not sure how much experience you have with this 
uh, DJLT, but when you go into an app that isn't normally accessible with voiceover, you can flip this on and it will use like OCR and artificial intelligence to try to label the buttons in the app and make an inaccessible app accessible. So, for example, <clears throat> Snapchat just came out with an update that broke a lot of voiceover accessibilities. The chat button is no longer accessible, but I'm actually able to use screen recognition to um, get over to the chat button. And if it wasn't for that, I would have a bit of an issue. Yeah, yeah, um, he would. And hopefully later on in other episodes, we can get into more of those kind of issues of Snapchat. And Well, I don't even know how to contact them. You know, they're impossible to contact. Well, darn Snapchat, I tell you. They have no phone support line. They have no email. Um, the Team Snapchat, Snapchat account is all automated. You can't submit a proper request about it on the website, it appears. So, um, I don't know how to get in contact with them, which is kind of bullshit. But, off of my whining about Snapchat, because we I don't know about you, but I have just came to terms with that Snapchat is not there to be trusted. <laughs> um... Do you like the app library? I think it's been very useful. What do you have you in, tried to incorporate the app library? Have you tried that? Yeah, I mean, especially with iOS now, they're, I mean, they're organizing it for you. Yeah, like entertainment or like books or you know finances even. Like yeah. holy cow, Apple, you're getting smart. <laughs> I think how it does it is it sees the app store category of the app and I think it's now smart enough to cross reference. I think that's how it's doing that, which is really neat. That is pretty cool and hopefully, you know, Apple continues to keep going and keep going and improving and improving and improving. So, I think the app library has been very helpful because I have like a hundred some apps on my phone. I had seven pages of apps before iOS 14 and they're all things that like I might use on occasion, but I don't use a lot, but I don't want to delete them because in the minute I delete them, I feel like, have you ever had that? It's like you delete an app and then the minute it's gone, like you need it. Um, yes. So yes, most definitely. I'm keeping all my apps. I'm being a greedy fucker, keeping them all on there. Well, I had seven pages but what I was able to do is shrink my home screen down to two pages so I have all my default apps with a series, series stack on the top of my home screen which rotates helpful information through the day. So mine has my activity rings, weather, Siri shortcuts and suggestions. I can add batteries. And then my second page has my most commonly used apps and then the app library after that. And is it just me or that little suggestions thing at the top of the app library is scarily accurate? It is. And I think Apple is reading into our text messages. No, I'm joking. But yeah, I, no. think they, <laughs> I think, you know, they're getting, I think they're taking the time to be like, hey, Siri, like, let's work on this. Like, you know, working on Siri, working on, yes. you know, the display with the phones. And good thing Verizon and Apple are working together with, you know, with each other, trying to make everybody, you know, feel comfortable with their iPhones. And I'm going to tell you right now in this pandemic, my best friend is my iPhone. Well, yeah. Hey, 
One thing I think we forgot to mention, uh, a new feature that's coming to the iPhone is that glass ceramic shield, which they're complain, which they're um, not complaining, claiming is the toughest smartphone glass. Um, I wonder how that's going to hold up in real world testing. Well, uh, people that test out iPhones for a living, because I know there's some YouTube channels out there that test that kind of stuff. Let us know because, um, you know, my phone, my, I had the iPhone 10, had it for almost two years now and it's almost broke. It's on its last limb right now. Oh, shit. Much. So, well, um, I think this is uh, pretty good. Uh, I, I'm very excited for what they have coming and I'm very excited for uh, what they have in the future. Um, I think we're coming up on a good segment. Is there anything you wanted to say or are you ready to uh, sign off here and uh, call it a day? Well, I mean, I want to let our listeners know that we don't just do technology stuff. We also do sports, girls, random shit. Yeah, exactly. You know, just like trailer just today we just chose the Apple event because it was just so recent and we both had that interest. And if you want to go see our first podcast, our first episode, uh, it will be down in the library thing where you can go look. <laughs> and, trailer, and please, please go look. <laughs> yep. It's your voiceover if you're visually impaired, please. Jump on up there. Check it out. It's a, it's a good one. Check it out. Tells you who we are. Pretty much. Good listen. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I'll let you take us out of here. All right. Well, I mean, like we always say, this I'm your DJ. DJ LT's out. Peace. On to the next one, I'm telling you. Let's go. On. Uh, this is In the Mix. We're out.